Welcome to Ghost Gaze, a hauntingly gay podcast. Hey, welcome back to Ghost Gaze. I'm Carson. And I'm Colleen. And today we have a very fun episode planned for you. Yes. Um. Yes, the Omni Parker House. Yes, I love the Omni Parker House. Every time I walk past it, just like not even going inside, but on the street, it just like gives me such a weird vibe. Yeah, it was really weird stepping in there. It gave me the vibe of kind of like the American Horror Story hotel season where it like was really kind of creepy like that. Oh, yeah, I, I could see that. Um, I've always yeah. said that it reminds me of the Shining Hotel a little bit. Yeah. Like when you're Ooh, exploring the yeah. floors. It, yeah, like, the... very big Shining vibes. It was pretty creepy, I know. Um, can't wait to tell you guys about the creepy stuff that happened to us. But first, Colleen, do you have some history about the Omni Parker House? I always have history about everything. I think we've made that very clear. Yes. Yeah. Um, so the Omni Parker House was opened by Harvey D. Parker in 1855. It and like it's been home to so many different historical things, you know? Like it, uh do you know what the Saturday Club is? No, I don't. So the Saturday Club was um a group of men that was like Ralph Waldo Waldo, Emerson, James Russell Lowe, Nathaniel Hawthorne. Um, oh, all of these like huge okay. artists, poets, writers, and they met every Saturday on the fourth Saturday of every month. And they would just like talk about art and writing and philosophy oh, and so, all of these things. So the, so the early gays got it. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yes. So that's pretty cool, though, that that's where that all started. Um, yeah. Charles Dickens was also a part time resident at the hotel. Uh, in the 1800s, he had his own, like, set of apartments, and oh. it was uh, where he first recited and performed A Christmas Carol. Mm. Mm-hmm. I actually think I knew I knew that he had recited it at a hotel. I didn't realize it was that one. That's fun. Yeah, yeah. And it was the Omni Parker Hotel that he first performed A Christmas Carol for the Saturday Club, actually. Ooh, spooky. Yeah. And then they actually, they still have... The door that was on, like, his apartment suite setup, mm-hmm. they have the original door on display at the hotel, and they have uh, the mirror and, um, like, vanity set that he used in his room. Oh, that's cool. I, I think that that's didn't very even cool. know that. Yeah, very cool, right? Just, like, fun little historical things. My other fun historical like fact fact about the hotel is that one of their mm-hmm. other like most famous residents that they've had stay at this hotel was none other than the actor John Wilkes Booth. Oh no um, shit. Yeah. He stayed at the hotel uh, eight days before he assassinated Lincoln. He was actually seen at a shooting range like five days before. Which, I mean, none of these things are surprising. Like, a lot, there's a lot of no. eyewitnesses out there in history of, like, John Moke's book was always at the bar, like, talking shit about Lincoln and, like, always talking about Jeez. how he was just going to take that guy out. It's just kind of interesting to think that, like, we were walking through this hotel and, like, you know? So much history has gone so much through history. those walls. So much yeah. history in Boston in general, that area mm-hmm. itself. Well, it's I'm not surprised, really. 
I'm not surprised either. It's right across the street from King's Chapel um, and the yeah. cemetery there, which is one of like the most haunted cemeteries in the whole country. Um, it was fun to walk past that again. Yeah. I hadn't been there since I was a child. And so I now can actually like appreciate. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, because before I was just like, well, whatever. A bunch of dead people in the ground, whatever. Now it's been kind of cool to like walk through and be like, oh, these are like actual human lives that were here mm-hmm. and like they existed and yeah. yeah it's very cool to think about another <laughs> another fun thing that my like fat ass thought was the coolest thing in the world <laughs> was <laughs> the boston cream pie like you know the the mm. world famous dessert was yeah. created at the omni parker hotel in the kitchens oh yeah damn. well don't worry earlier you sent a picture of your hair dye and i thought it was frosting so <laughs> Yeah, so don't mind me. I'm just frosting my hair. Yeah, I was like, ooh, why is it in the bathroom? And then I was like, oh, wait, <laughs> it's hair dye. Anyway, so yeah, there's just like, I mean, I could go down a whole huge list of all of these people that stayed here. Like John F. Kennedy was one of the more notable presidents that stayed there. But like all of the presidents have stayed there at one point, I think. And the other, my actually my favorite part about this hotel is that it is the longest standing continuously operating hotel in the whole country oh really yeah oh so like back in the 20s they did all these renovations and that's the building that we walked through is the the building that was built in the 1920s okay okay while they were doing these renovations and like building this new annex onto the hotel they kept the original or part of the original structure running and operating which meant that they got to keep their title of longest continuously operating hotel because they were oh okay that's pretty cool yeah i think that that's very cool to think about that like i mean they were built in 1855 and it's now almost 2022 so that's almost 100 and what 30 years something like no, that 230 years yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah i don't know i don't do math <laughs> The hotel as it stands today with the, like, 1920 edition that they built and everything, um, it has 551 rooms and suites. And it is currently, they're they're trying to get it named a National Historical Landmark. So here's hoping that that goes through, because if that happens, they can never tear the building down. That'd be really cool. Or at least I'm pretty sure that's what that means, right? If it's a national landmark, they can't do anything to change it or I think so. Anyways. I'd have to I'd have to look that up. I don't actually know. So let's go back to Harvey D. Parker for a second. Yes. So he obviously, unfortunately, he passed away in Fuck, when did he die? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so Harvey D. Parker passed away May thirty first, eighteen eighty four. Um which is like 29 years. I don't know why I'm so determined to do all this math today. I don't um, either. I can't I can't do math ever. And you're asking me. I'm like, bitch, I don't know. I'm not going to bring out a calculator for this. <laughs> he died when he was 79. Okay. Um, and the interesting thing about him was that when he moved to Boston or Massachusetts from Maine, where he grew up, he had zilch to his name. And then oh. after he died... Uh, he died with about a net worth of 1.2 million. Okay. Uh, and a very large chunk of that, especially by today's standards, 
went to the Museum of Fine Arts. So I think that, like, I don't know. He just always struck me as a cool dude from for that time period, you know? Like, he didn't yeah, discriminate. He, he stayed uh, at his hotel. Yeah. He was very big into the arts. Like, a queer was, icon. Uh... Let's go ahead and go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. An, al- an ally from the very beginning. Hell yeah. I'm sure he wouldn't kill us if we said we were gay in front of him. No, I don't think he would. He hung out with Nathaniel Hawthorne and, like, fucking Emerson. Thoreau? Is that guy? Emerson. Yeah. No. Yeah. Gay. I mean, they have to be. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm sorry. You start a men's club that meets every Saturday. Hello. Orgy. Um, Come on. And poems? That's so gay. Come on. I know. I know. Come on. I know. How? They're, okay. I'm sorry. But back then, there were so many gay men. And just, like, everyone was like, oh, they're just the fancy type. I'm like, no, they're gay. They're like men, clearly. Oh, my God. If we were alive back then, I think we would have, like, broken the world and be like, no, they're gay. <laughs> gay, okay. Sorry, that's my little soapbox about the gay men back then. <laughs> like, they're clearly gay. You would have broken the mold. Oh, my God, yes. Sorry. Anyway, I had to. No, you're, you're good. Good. And we'll take a short little break. <laughs> Jeep, if you're listening, we know it's you. We know it's you, Jeep. Jeep. <laughs> beep, beep, bitch. Um, if anybody out there wants to date a nice dude, my little brother is available. You must live in Utah and like to ski and or like dogs. Oh, you have to like dogs. Yeah. Oh, he has a motorcycle. You have to <gasps> like that too. Oh. If I were straight, uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't move <laughs> to Utah. He would have to move here. I would not move to Utah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, should we get into some of the cool, spooky haunted facts? Or do you want to talk about um, what it was like to actually walk through the hotel and then yeah, yeah. go into the spooky stuff? Yeah, okay. So we went to the Ami Parker house the day we recorded our Lizzie Borden episode, right? We did, yeah. Was... Yeah, okay. So we were super excited about that. So, oh my God, can we talk about the hassle from what it took to get to <laughs> the Omni Parker house real quick? Yes. Okay, all of us, you know, we're in Boston, pretty high, you know. Yeah. Could not figure out how to take the tea <laughs> and get I to where we needed everywhere. to go. Because everything yeah. is so close, everything is like a 45-minute walk away from me. So I normally yeah. just walk i've not ever really taken the train unless i'm with one of my roommates and they have like their charlie cards so i haven't needed to purchase a paper ticket in a long time it was yeah (laughs) so we're like eventually we couldn't figure out how to get on the train so we're like fine let's just take an uber and my husband wanted to go to a museum fine but his museum was on the complete opposite side of Boston from what we need from where we needed to go so we're like what yeah and like we were just like what the fuck what do we do and we like could not figure it out for like 20 minutes so I was like fine Alex I'm getting you an Uber and we're gonna walk because I found out it's only like a 20-30 minute walk and I was like that's fine so we did that we walked over to the Omni Parker house it was a beautiful day it was really nice it was really fun um, lots of hills. I was very sweaty. I don't even notice the hills anymore. Yeah, no, if I lived in Boston, I wouldn't notice them, but like 
since everything is flat around here, I was like, oh shit. No, I know. I thought that it was. I felt really bad because like I wasn't noticing that it's like it is very hilly in Boston, but like and very I steep I, too. Right, and I wasn't noticing it, but like every five seconds, I turned around and you were like thirty feet behind me. I'm like, I'm coming. And I'm a pretty active person. I'm a big guy, but I'm a pretty active person. But hills? Mm-mm. No. <laughs> I felt so bad. No, it's fine. And and I walk slower anyway. And uh, we were, there was only that one time where I was like, okay, give me a second. Let me pull over for a second and stop walking on this hill. <laughs> yeah, the uh, yeah, so, bridge is uh, no joke to walk across. Oh, no. I did walk like 14 miles that day, according mm-hmm. to my phone. So that was awesome. Um, so yeah, so we get to the hotel and we don't really know which way to go. So we just like went through the revolving door and then the doorman was like, that's not a entrance. And I was like, bye. (laughs) Just walked in. We're like, okay, bye. Yeah. Sorry. Do you remember the, the guy put the the luggage down in front of you? And I was like, why did you stop? (laughs) Yeah. We were like going up the main stairs and like, like he said, you know, we're, we're, very stoned at this point and um yeah. <laughs> we're just like trying to get through the lobby of this hotel as quickly as we can before anybody's like yeah. hey what are you guys doing here you don't look like you could afford to be staying here <laughs> <laughs> no because remember i was a sweaty mess yes and i have very brightly colored alternative hair <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so, not your typical clientele of like an upper end hotel in downtown Boston. Right. Um. So we're trying to get across this lobby as fast as we can to get to the elevators, so we can just explore and do our thing. Yeah. And uh, as I'm going up these big grand stairs to get to the elevators, the bellhop just puts. I mean, it was like probably two weeks worth of luggage. <laughs> down right in front of me and Carson just kind of crashed up behind me but let me tell you friends we all almost went heels overhead just all over the luggage in the lobby of this hotel (laughs) (laughs) and I couldn't see the luggage because I was like what the fuck I was like what is happening I was very confused oh the adventures the lengths that we go to oh I know yeah and eventually we got in we got to the elevator, and then we first went to floor 10, which is supposedly the most haunted floor in the whole hotel. Yes. And that floor, let me, I wrote some stuff down from when I was there, too. I wrote, floor 10, super weird, weird vibe, crooked floor, question mark? Do you know what I yes. mean? The, no, I do. You pointed it out first, so you kind of felt that it was kind of like the floor was just kind of like... Uh, I, I, what, what did you say? I can't really explain it. So it's like, it's like you get off the elevator, and immediately it feels like the floor is like tilted up higher on one end, like kind of like a seesaw that nobody's on. Right. But then it's like inverted to the side too, so it's like up on one end and then kind of twisted a little bit. Yeah, and plus with that weird vibe, it was just kind of hazy. Like the floor was. Like, the more we walked, the, the it seemed like really out of place and very, yeah. like, bumpy, but it really wasn't. And, like, it's the same setup as all of the other floors. It's just, it, yeah. it's the aura of that floor that just makes it feel like you are off kilter. Like, it's just, yes. it's wrong. It's off. 
immediately yeah no i that always freaks me out to no end when i get off at that floor yeah um it was that the that was the floor we heard someone yelling down right no that was floor three three i just wrote yelling (laughs) um so (laughs) so we walked around the 10th floor a little bit um, just kind of like getting the vibe, taking some pictures. Uh, I, we do have a lot of pictures and we will put them on, on the Instagram. Go check them out. Um, I didn't catch any orbs or anything like that. Um, there was nothing there. I just, I took some live photos, but I didn't mm-hmm. really see anything. Um, but it's the vibe of that floor. Like you said, it was kind of off, kind of weird. Um, it was like hard to walk- breathe too. Did you know? Yeah. That? Like the air was just, yes thick as we were walking through and exploring that floor it was just like thick and yeah not like you could tell that there was like kind of a veil of reality that if you just pushed a little further you could almost break through and see like anything that existed on the other side mm-hmm. oh yeah i 100 percent believe you know there were things roaming around those hallways because mm-hmm. The the maids, they have, like, their own maid quarters within the middle of the building. There's, like, kind of, like, I don't know, like, extra hallways that the guests aren't supposed to see that I kind of peered into a little bit. Mm-hmm. And those are very dark and very gloomy. And, I mean, they're not supposed to be seen, obviously. But those felt weird and depressing. And I did not like those. So I didn't really <laughs> walk through those. Mm-hmm. But walking past them you could definitely feel uh, a haziness around that area. Right. Mm -hmm. So we didn't really catch anything or see much really on floor 10. Was that the floor where the lady was like, oh, the elevator's over here? Yes. And I was like, oh, no, 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 that's okay. We'll walk this way. She's like, no, they're right here. And I was like, oh, yeah, oh, my gosh, the elevator. There's the elevators. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Wow, we didn't know that. And we're like, okay, different floor. (laughs) So we then went to floor three, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And floor three is also a very haunted floor. And uh we went over to room 303 is that correct it was 303 right um let me look it up oh you know what i have a picture of the room i was gonna say you grabbed a picture of the yeah it is 303 no you had it right it is three. okay yeah and that room is haunted as fuck apparently and it's did they write a movie about that one that room um yes so room 303 at the omni parker hotel um the story is that in 1949 a liquor salesman killed himself by like mixing whiskey with a bunch of barbiturates um ever since then guests have reported the smell of whiskey and like partying to the point of where people have been calling like the front desk and letting security know hey there's like people in this room i don't know if they're like if they broke in or what but they're partying and they're being really loud and can you come kick them out and get them to shut up but right. there's never been anybody in the room. So yeah. um, as of right now, they actually trans- they turned the room into like a security or like a storage closet. So it's not actually a room anymore. But people still say right. that they smell whiskey and like cigar smoke from that area all the time. But you were saying that it's based off that movie. Um, the, yeah. the short story by Stephen King, 1408, was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's like that that huge movie now, yes, with Morgan Freeman and uh, 
What's his name? Is it a Cusack? Maybe. Let me look up the cast. John Cusack? I almost said Joan Cusack. Are they related? <laughs> Joan and John? I don't know. Yeah. Um, they, they better not be. That's the same fucking name. <laughs> cast of 1408. <laughs> it is John Cusack. Okay. Uh, he's also in Joan Cusack. Hold on. Oh, you're not going to like the answer. Oh, no. What is it? It's his sister. Oh, do they have another girl named Jonathan or something like that? Anne. Is that their other sister's Jonathan? <laughs> no, it's Anne. Oh, God. Are they twins? John and Joan? That would be cute. Um, he was born in 66 and she was born in. No, she's older than he is, or younger than he is. Oh. No older. Anyway, so it's based off that 1408 movie. <laughs> John Cusack. Yes, with John Cusack. Um, and I was going to say, oh, from there we did the our, your little spirit box thing, right? Yes. So um, we there was a stairwell right next to room 303 that we decided to kind of like yeah. stand in and see if we could pick anything up. Um. And we stood in that stairwell and I asked, is there anybody here? And, you know, typical questions like, is there anybody here? Why are you here? I asked if we knew that they were dead. And I still have to go back through that recording. I'll have like a a clip Mm -hmm. of it up on the Instagram. I uh, still have to go through. But I personally believe that when I was asking, is there anybody here? We got a response from that. And then I remember hearing like, what was it that it said when I asked if they knew that they were dead? And they said, I don't want to be here or something like that. Or I don't know. Yes. Where I am. Something like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. So we'll have the clip of that up on um, our Instagram. Yeah. When we were there in that, in the, the little stairwell, I was so uncomfortable. I I really can't explain what it was, but do you remember I was kind of like, oh no, we have to keep the door open. What if it locks on us? And mm-hmm. I was like, I don't care. I'm gonna keep it open because I part of me was like, no, keep it keep it the fuck open. Um, but I was just kind of I felt really anxious in that room. Well, do you remember? Stairwell. Do you remember how nauseous I got after we left the stairwell? Yeah, that mm, it was not a great <clears> area to be, and I took some pictures looking up of the stairwell and I will post those too or post a picture of that too. But it was a very, very uncomfortable feeling. And we were really only in there for like a minute before we were like, okay, let's go. Because I just like, we were walking away and I started to get like dizzy and nauseous and like, it was not a great time. No. And is that the floor? We also heard someone screaming like Simon, Simon. Yes. So um, the, it's the third elevator and it will, it's known to just like, ride up and down by itself and then it stops yep. at floor three a lot on its own mm-hmm. um and so we got off the third elevator and then we started walking around and as we were walking down around the corner away from the elevators we heard the third elevator open back up and a woman's voice called out simon simon where are you and then the elevator shut and that was it but like but we heard but, it again later <clears throat> We did hear it again later. And then the other thing was that they like, I saw that it was the third elevator shutting. Yeah. And then, but there was no, there was no possible way that that elevator could have gotten to a different floor and like somebody could have gotten on it and then gone back down to the third floor. Yeah. It was you know a, I 
it was a weird experience in that area because we didn't see anything but we definitely heard something to the point of where we couldn't explain it it was kind of eerie and that vibe was off in that in the stairwell and i that floor was just uncomfortable mm-hmm. and then we did we go up one more floor uh yeah we went to like floor five eight eight that's right we went to floor eight yeah we just kind of walked around that one a little bit mm-hmm. there's a really cute photo of colleen i'll post too on floor <laughs> eight i love it so much i was like turn around <laughs> Um, cuter than the one in the Lizzie Borden house for sure yeah <laughs> if you see it on Instagram you'll see it, look at the last photo <laughs> oh, that's a little treat and a delight for everybody out there this oh, yeah. amazing amazing candid shot of Carson or that Carson took of me at the Lizzie Borden house oh yeah she should be a model <laughs> uh, she needs to put this photo in her portfolio immediately <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we kind of you know walked around a little bit on on that floor, and then we decided to play the elevator game. And Colleen, explain what the elevator game is for everyone. Okay, so the elevator game is you have to go to a hotel with more than ten floors, and you ride the uh, floors in a very specific order. And that order, hold on, I always have to pull it up because I never know. Elevator. I didn't want to play this. Game. Remember how nervous I got during this? Yeah, I barely mentioned the elevator game to start, and they were like, fuck yeah, let's do that. And then we got to the yeah. hotel, and it got time to step onto the elevator to try it out, and you were like, I don't want to do this anymore. No. I don't want to do it. Which I was mood. anxious. That well, that hotel made me anxious. The, the thing that I probably should have given you the full disclosure about is, um, do you know Eliza Lamb? The story of no. Eliza Lamb? no. Um, so Eliza Lamb, she was staying at the Cecil Hotel. Uh, Cecil Hotel? Yes. Is it the Cecil Hotel? Oh, I don't know. I, I, oh, did I say Cecil? I was, I was just confirming what you said. Um, I don't know. Anyways, so. Anyway. It's a hotel in LA and it was actually a very famous case of what happened. Um, she was found in the water tower at the hotel and like nobody knew how she got up there nobody knew how she got into the water tower um but she drowned in the water tower and the last footage of her or the last known footage of her is the security footage from the hotel's elevator where a lot of people believe that she was playing the, the elevator game oh and there's like you can go online and look it up on youtube um we should do an episode about her, by the way, or the. Oh, OK, general. cool. If you go on YouTube and you look up like Eliza Lamb footage, she's you can see her on the elevator and like the elevator doors open and you can see her like poke her head out. And it's like she sees something because uh-huh. she jumps back and like she's like trying to shut the doors and her behavior is just like really erratic and really weird. And then like the doors open again and she kind of jumps out of the elevator. And then jumps back in and then jumps back out. And it's like a lot of people believe that she was being chased by something that the camera couldn't pick up. Oh, okay. So going back to the actual game itself, um, you have to uh, go to a hotel or a building with at least 10 floors. 
you have to be on the or enter the elevator either by yourself or with whoever you're playing this game with. Yeah. But it like you can't get onto the elevator with people already on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you would press the button to get to the fourth floor and you would go to the second the sixth second floor again and then to the 10th floor after you hit the 10th floor button you would hit the button for the fourth or for the fifth floor and at that point when you get to the fifth floor a woman supposedly will get on the elevator with you and you can't Mm -hmm. look at her you can't speak to her you can't acknowledge her that or that she's there in any way. So then after she gets on, you press the button for the first floor. And one of two things is going to happen. You're either going to go back up. The elevator will take you back up to the 10th floor or it'll take you to the first floor. And if you go back down to the first floor, you're supposed to exit immediately. Don't look at anybody. Don't talk to anybody. Don't touch anything. Just leave. But if you get to the 10th floor, it's your choice if you would rather go back down to the first floor at that point and, again, leave without saying anything, or to get off at the 10th floor. And if you get off at the 10th floor, um, supposedly you have now entered the other realm with all the ghosts and the ghoulies. Yeah. Um, That's The reason that they say that you can't speak to the women, though, that will get on at the 5th floor is because if you do, you're stuck there forever. So really, if any of our listeners are out there and they're like, oh, this sounds kind of cool, please be careful if you're going to try this. Because if it's real and it's a portal to the other realm, please don't get stuck in the other realm just because two stoner dumbasses tried to play this game in a hotel in Boston. (laughs) No, please don't. Please don't blame us. We're telling you not to do this, but you do what you do. I'm telling you you not to go play the elevator. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) That's a crazy story because I didn't really know much about that girl who played it or, you know, how she. Yeah, we should actually really do an episode on that because I don't know much about that. Yeah, yeah. I'll send you the link to her elevator um, footage later, too. So so we. About the woman, real quick. um, Also, is that. Because a lot of people don't realize this. They're just like, oh, a ghostly woman is going to get on the elevator and stand there. Like, no, if you do this and it's successful, she's going to fucking harass you. She's going to know, like, your name and she's going to be like, why won't you look at me? Look at me. Aren't I pretty? Talk to me. Why why aren't you talking to me? Like, it's her job to get you stuck in the other world. Right. So if you're playing no. this and somebody gets on at the fifth floor, don't fucking look at them. Don't do it. Please don't do it. Um, when, remember when we were playing, like the second floor we went to, someone walked on and I was like, ah. <laughs> it yeah, was like, oh, but then I was like, off. I was like, it's not the fifth floor. Yeah, it's it was. Okay. Yeah, it was clearly some. It was like a mother and daughter, like dressed as witches for like Halloween, and they're going out, and I was just like, oh my god. Oh, um, yeah, no, that that part was funny, spooky, right? But the yeah. the spooky, spooky part is that when we went to go do it the second time because they got on, so we had to get off and try again. Um, yeah. we got up to I think it was like the tenth floor, and then we went to go and hit the button for the fifth floor. and it like it wouldn't let me hit the fifth floor button, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
like I would hit the button and it would light up for a second and then it yeah. the elevator would kind of like rumble and then not move. And I would hit the fifth floor button and it would kind of rumble and then not move. And then like, it it just started to like move on its own for a second. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh fuck, oh fuck. So I hit the first floor button because I was like, I'm done. I'm out. I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I thought we were stuck. I thought we were stuck. I yeah. thought we were going to die. <laughs> like, super scary already. But then, yeah. like, it eventually let me, like, hit the button, hit the button for the first floor. And then even then, we got, like, halfway between the second and the first floor, and it stopped again. Yeah. Mm, eventually, we were just like, mm, we should go. We should go. <laughs> let's go. Let's get out you of know, here. We got off. Nobody else was on there with us. So, like, there wasn't a woman to worry about. But then I realized as we were leaving the hotel, I was like, God damn it. We just played a haunted elevator game on the most haunted elevator in the hotel. We were on the third yeah. elevator. <laughs> like, Nothing followed kind of. me. <laughs> we didn't yeah. get to the other side, but we kind of played the elevator game. We did the thing that you wanted to do, and we did it, and we did it, and then we left. And then we got a beer. But you know what's really weird about that was that after all of that... I was just like drained of energy. Yeah, we went out to get a beer and I was I drank a beer and you know, it was a big beer, but I was like, I'm exhausted. I'm about to pass out. Um I think that the hotel just took a lot of my energy. And because, you know, I was really anxious and nervous there, and I think they was feeding off that. Beer might have not have been the best choice, but I was like, I need a, I need a liquor, please. That's our experience with the Omni Parker Hotel. Oh, I want to talk a little bit more about like the third floor and the 10th floor and why they're haunted yes on the 10th floor of the hotel it's said that like harvey d parker haunts the 10th floor actually the the founder of the hotel haunts the 10th floor um a lot of people believe that's because when he was alive and running the hotel his like personal living quarters was in the 10th floor annex but that there is a quote from Susan Wilson about her book Heaven by Hotel Standards which is like a history book on the Omni Parker Hotel and that quote is in a way Harvey Parker has re- has remained a constant at his world famous hotel and restaurant he has that is if you believe in spectral evidence um I first heard about the ghost of Harvey Parker when I began working here in 1941 explained longtime bellman the now deceased John Brem in a 1992 Boston Globe interview. They used to say he roamed the halls on the 10th floor annex. There were many stories, but one in particular happened around 1950. An elderly woman guest insisted she saw an apparition outside of room 1078. At first, it was a misty apparition in the air, but as it turned toward her, she said it was a heavy-set older man with a black mustache. He looked at her and then just faded away. She came downstairs a bit jittery, and security went up to the 10th floor. They checked it out, but reported they could find nothing. Wow, that was really cool. Yeah. Um, it said that the, the same, or um, there, it's unclear if it's the same man. It might be a different spectral ev- or energy, but mm-hmm. other people have seen a bearded man dressed in colonial clothing just wandering around the 9th and the 10th floor. And that mm. one time he even appeared at the end of a guest bed in room 1012. Didn't we try to find 1078? Yes, and it was nowhere to be found. 
yeah, we couldn't find it, right? Right. Um, we were like, we were walking down and we we're like, wait, 1070, because it just like skipped it or something. Oh, it's also said that um, strange orbs, like it, there is evidence. We didn't see any, but there has been yeah. evidence of um, auras and orbs in photographs in on those floors. Yeah. I tried. I tried so hard. I was like, come on, orbs. Give me your orbs. Maybe we should go back there with like professional camera equipment and not just our iPhones. Yeah. <laughs> I know. We did our best. We did. So the third floor, we talked a little bit about that, about how um the room in 303 was uh, haunted by the, the salesman that killed himself in yes. 49. Apart from room 303, there's also a report from uh, Becca Hensley when she stayed at the hotel in 2010 to research an article she said nevertheless my elevator does send itself several times to the third floor though I don't push the button and when I arrive nobody is waiting oh uh, and she says that the woman at the front desk said that the elevator has been doing that since Charlotte Cushman died there Apparently, Charlotte Cushman was a guest of the hotel that died on the morning of February 18th in 1876. She died of wow. a, after a long battle of, with breast cancer. I guess she was an actress in that time period. But it said that she um, took a short walk on the Saturday before she died and that she was quite cheerful and had like a renewed sense of energy and wasn't as tired. But the surge. about 2 o'clock in the morning, a couple days after, she became unconscious and died. Mm-hmm. And she stayed there. And she stayed there. A lot of people believe mm-hmm. that she's the one that takes the elevator up and down. Oh. Maybe that's maybe she's the one who was like, no, we're going to go to my floor. I don't want to go to your floor. <laughs> maybe she was the one asking for Simon. Right. Ooh, did you find any re- um, relation to Simon at all? I did not find any relation of anybody like of significance named Simon staying at the hotel. No. So, um, I mean, who knows? Maybe she had, maybe she was like traveling with some friends or had, I'm sure some sort of like assistant or something that would travel with her. It isn't, it it is an old, like an older name too. So could be used. Mm -hmm. We talked a little bit about the famous figures that stayed at the hotel before. Yeah. Um, and we talked about how they still have Charles Dickens' um, mirror that used to hang in his room on display in the hotel. Yes. A lot of people believe that the mirror actually, because there's the whole belief about, you know, after somebody dies, you have to cover up the mirror because a piece of their soul can get trapped inside. Yes. So a lot of people believe that mirrors are portal just for energy in general. And because he mm-hmm. lived with that mirror and he practiced his writings and his performances in front of this mirror that he, a piece of Charles Dickens haunts this mirror because I he spent it. so much time interacting with it. Yeah, no, I totally believe that. Um, I wish we could have seen it. I wish we knew where it was. <laughs> I was like, get out. Yeah, I know we've talked about, you know, mirrors being portals to the other dimension or another dimension. Um, and I totally believe that, you know, mirrors do that. And, because I know that I've seen things in mirrors that I can't explain. And yeah, I 100% believe that he's totally haunting it. I think that'd be really cool. And it's like, I mean, guests say that if you stand in front of the mirror and you say Charles Dickens three times, like 
I don't know, like the <laughs> like Bloody Mary. Uh, yeah, like Bloody Mary, but with a writer. <laughs> yeah. Um, that weird things will happen, and in fact, there used to be a man that that like was dedicated to cleaning off all of like the old historical stuff like that at the hotel. They had somebody yeah. on staff for that, and he refuses to touch the mirror to this day because he was cleaning the glass one time, and it was like somebody was standing behind him breathing on the glass as he was wiping it off. He said that it was like condensation would continually appear. Oh. Like somebody was like going <sighs> onto the glass. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah, I wouldn't clean that either. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. If it is Charles Dickens, though, he's probably like, do you want to hear my story? <laughs> you, you know, <laughs> it's not like I'm going to murder you. It's like, I have a new story. Do you want to hear it? I could see Charles Dickens being like a mouth breather and just be like, I have a story. <laughs> He's a total fucking mouth breather. They didn't breathe through the nose at that time. They were allergic to everything and ate everything. So Seamus Murphy is the manager or was the manager of guest, guest services at the hotel. He has said that he had a ghostly encounter on the mezzanine level in a storage closet. Oh. Um, He said that he had always heard about ghost stairs, but um, in 22 years as a bellman, he had never experienced anything. Right. But in 2010, they were in the Longfellow room, and he said that he usually speaks from a podium, but there wasn't anything there for him to, like, speak from. So he went to go mm-hmm. to the storage room to find it, and he heard a gruff voice yell behind him, what do you want? Oh, so he he thought that it was a houseman at first, but there was nobody on the floor. And it sounded like the voice of a bell captain that used to work there. Oh, wow. Um, it said that he had been a drinker. And sometimes after work hours, he would go off to the bar and then wander back to the hotel late at night and hide in the sliding closets to scare people. Mm-hmm. And he said That's... that it, his voice sounded so similar when he heard that man yell, what do you want? Or like that disembodied voice. Mm-hmm. Um, he said that it was so similar to that um, co-worker that he used to have's voice that he went searching for him and then remembered that that man had already died. Oh, wow. Okay. That's crazy. Yeah, I totally believe that. That place is creepy. <laughs> it's creepy, right? Yeah. Every floor looks the exact same. Like, I can totally get how someone would be like, oh, it's like an endless maze in like the in like the other realm or whatever because it all looks the fucking same. And normally that's even like a draw. So normally a big draw for me for hotels is the fact that it's like, I don't know, I I kind of like that hotels all the floors look the same and like all mm-hmm. of this, you know, like that's that's kind of relaxing normally when I go stay somewhere. Yeah. This man, like, oh, it. Even just thinking about it gives me chills, you know? It was a maze, like a floor. It had random, like, curves and stairs, and it was just a weird little maze. And none of it connected either. Like, they they all went to, like, different sides of a building. But it was just, like, a maze of, like, weird little passages and short little hallways to get to, like, rooms. It was really weird. Yeah, when you look at the building from the outside, it looks, like, very straightforward. Look, it looks like this very tall rectangular building. 
but a lot of people yeah. don't realize that those two buildings that jut off to the either side of the main building that we went into, that's also mm-hmm. the hotel. Yeah, and I can imagine some of these rooms are have pretty weird angles in them, too. Sure, for sure they would. Oh, yeah, because it was like we walked in a long hallway, and then all of a sudden there would be like a tiny little hallway with like three rooms off mm-hmm. this hallway it was super weird it's like it, like i said it was uncomfortable very uncomfortable yeah so is that all we have on the omni parker house join us next time as we talk about the cecil hotel hey y'all don't forget to follow us on instagram at ghost gaze podcast follow us on twitter at ghost underscore gaze and if you have any scary stories send them to us at ghost at gmail.com all right friends stay safe stay spooky out there and remember if you see a ghost who are you gonna call the ghost gaze mr baby are you sleeping Jameson, no Jameson, he's my cat and he's so cute. Rude.